We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Whisper knows blank. Hello and welcome to a new terrifying installment of the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. Ooh, will the guests survive? Will there be comedy? Will Kristen keep talking like this the whole show? No. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Um, if you are a reoccurring listener, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time, hi, I'm Kristen Key. I'm a comedian, a musician, and I'm always cold. Um, take a second to go ahead and just like and subscribe to this podcast. While you're at it, find me online at kristenkey.com and like and follow all my social media. I'm new to TikTok, so uh, find me and follow me on there. I, I put some hilarious musical comedy videos up all the time. So <laughs> anyway, oh my God, what a fun episode. Episode this week in honor of Betty White's 99th birthday. Happy birthday, Betty. Um, I have a comedian who's an expert on the Golden Girls. He's a comedian, he's an actor, he's a writer, he was Margaret Cho's opener forever. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Bruce Daniels. Playing interview with Bruce Daniels. Well, hello. Hello. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited about today's episode because as soon as I ask you, you know, what are the three things you're an expert on? And the minute you said Golden Girls, my, like my ears stood up um, because I love this <laughs> show. But I, and I have to ask you, first off, what qualifies you as an expert on the Golden Girls? Well, I've watched them like over that's like my comfort zone is the Golden Girls. Like if anything is negative or I just go to even like I watch it on Hallmark, which is a very sanitized Golden Girls because those are some dirty old ladies. And um, I can, in the first minute, uh, I can tell you the A and B plots of what's going to happen in that episode. You can break and the whole episode, right? I can break the, I can break the, break the, the whole, yeah, I can pretty much tell you what's going to happen. And um, I can also laugh at it like I've never seen it before. Like I still, it still makes me laugh out loud. It does hold up. I yeah. We started. We watched it. We've gone through a couple different phases of Golden Girls in our in our fifteen years together. And one was mm -hmm. we were first dating. It would come on one of those uh, channels at night when we were falling asleep. And so if we were ever like kissing or whatever, it's like it's weird to like get in the mood with the Golden Girls on. <laughs> and honestly, usually we would just watch the Golden Girls. <laughs> we're mm -hmm. like, okay, if I had to choose between, well, I have to see what happens. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. It holds up really well. So which of the characters is your favorite? Who do you who do you like the most? Well, who I love. Uh, that's a good question, because usually for gay guys, they always try to like, which one are you? Which Golden Girl are you? But, Ooh, that's a uh, good one, too. I'm a, well, now we have um, a second question. Uh, uh, my favorite is Rose, because it's like just the innocence, but then also her her timing is amazing. Like Betty White's timing, all all four of them are amazing. But like just Betty White is and and Rose and that character just uh, touches me. Absolutely, she was so and I like that you said innocent. She was so innocent, and yet because of her comic ability, she didn't seem stupid. Even though no. she was cast as the you know. Like a formula for a sitcom is like smart, dumb, weird. And yeah. she, she was the dumb one, but she wasn't. She was no dummy. She just was yeah. innocent. Yeah. 
What a fun yeah. character. All right, so so that's that's a good question. Who are you if you're a golden girl? Uh, well, it's funny because I used to live with, uh, we called it this gay compound, and it was all, it was four actors. And we, uh, two of us lived in the front house and then a couple lived in the back house. And so they decided that we were the golden girls. And because <laughs> I was single at the time, I was the slutty one, Blanche. Blanche, yeah. But I don't think I'm, but I don't think I'm Blanche. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think I'm like a little bit of everybody, but yeah, I, uh, but I would say I was more, a little more like Dorothy, if anything. Yeah. With some, with some Blanche thrown in. Well, Dorothy Blanche. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I always, when I was a kid and I watched it, I wanted to be Dorothy because she was mm -hmm. so strong and masculine <laughs> and those things. <laughs> shoulder pads. <laughs> She was, she was like, like seven and a half feet tall yeah, to a kid, yeah. you know, which she was over six foot. So she was a, a tall woman. But yeah. I think I turned into as life went on, like I've been, you know, I've gone through my phases of, of being several of them. But I think in the end, I think I turned out more like the rose, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of innocent, a lot of stuff goes over my head, but I'm not yeah. stupid. No, you are not. <laughs> I don't think and so. And you are quick. That's too. right. Like Rose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so who would you, if you did have a house, uh, and you had to have the golden girls as roommates, you, it's you and two of the golden girls, which two do you want to live with in a house? Oh, I would say, uh, Dorothy and Rose. Wow. Wow. Okay. And why? Those, are, those would be my, um, Dorothy because, uh, smart, uh, uh, but she wouldn't be my competition. Um, and uh, Rose, because she would make me laugh a lot. Um, but I could, I don't think I could live with a Sophia. Like I love her, but I just could not live with Sophia. It would be too much. And then I would have to, she would have me doing things. But no, no, thank you. <laughs> See, that's why I like, I, I'm like leaning against Dorothy. I'm like, mm, I feel like Dorothy would meddle. She'd be like, no, what you should do is I'm like, oh, I don't like a meddler. She get would, out of my, get would, out of my business. She would be, she would yeah. be a little judgy. She'd be she in my business, judgy. you know, cause yeah, she's she helpful, very business. helpful. Always trying mm -hmm. to keep, she's, I think she thought of herself as the glue in the house and that's maybe how they presented it. But like, I yeah. feel like she was a bit meddlesome sometimes, a little meddlesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she was the voice, she was the voice of reason that sometimes you don't want. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So maybe I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a voice of reason. I, I, I like I like logic, so I, I would stick with Dorothy. I like I like watching drama from afar. So maybe Blanche for me. I would have Blanche Ooh. so I could see the drama, but it's not mine. Yeah. So like a voyeur right. of drama, and uh, I would take Rose as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun. We'd have just yeah. a a silly slutty house. Yeah. 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 How fun. Now this is this is controversial in the I think everybody thinks it's gonna go one way. Who who do you think would actually be the best lover of the, of the four of them? Wow, I mean because everyone thinks it's Blanche, but you think it's Blanche because she she has the most experience. She's right, but that is, we don't know that she's good. Right, right. I'm thinking about personality. <laughs> she yeah, it. yeah. She she just says that she is. I mean, I think it would be Dorothy just because. I think she always felt like she was inadequate. So I think people who are 
inadequate. Like I always kind of feel like I'm a little inadequate. Try harder. <laughs> She'd be more of a giver to make up for <laughs> yeah, the because, because like a, like a Blanche, everyone is just, like, they're just like, oh, look what you get. Like right. you get, you get right. to have all of this. And so you're lucky to be with me. But you know, when you, when you need, you know, when someone's got a little something off, they try harder and they want, and they'll do stuff to keep that person. I think. Ooh, what a great perspective on Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. And didn't she, yeah. didn't one of her ex-husbands actually die while they were? No, that was Rose. Oh. That was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't her ex-husband. Her, yeah, her, uh, her husband, Charlie, died <gasps> while they were having sex. Okay, so and maybe Rose. Thought, and then she thought she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she thought that she started dating somebody else. And she thought, and they went on a cruise and she was afraid she was going to kill him. Oh my God. Too. Of course. Of course. Uh -huh. I remember that episode now. Yeah. yeah. He was real and nice about it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then she came back and told them that she killed him. I think his name was Arnie. And she said she killed Arnie. And then the next, and then the captain didn't believe that she could kill people with sex. And then she <laughs> killed, and she was, uh, and then he died. And then both, and then both, and then she tells, uh, um, Blanche and Dorothy that she was just joking and then they go we were set to go to your hanging like this <laughs> <laughs> see I watch it too much you want well, no it's not too much it's wonderful and it makes me want to ask more episode themed question if I'm off of the um oh no I have a couple more questions about the characters themselves just since okay. you know I feel like watching the episodes, they do become our friends as well. So we have perspectives into their lives as if they're real people. So mm -hmm. of the four of them, who do you think was the best friend to her other friends? Oh, Rose. Rose, okay. Aw. Yeah. Aw. Yeah, Rose, easily Rose, because she, you know, again, she led with her heart. Like, those were her best friends. Yeah. She never judged then, anybody. But there was an episode. Yeah. She never judged it. There was one episode though when she decides to move out. Um, she has an uh, an uh, it's like a heart. It seems like it was a heart attack, but they don't really call it a heart attack. And then she sees the second chance at life, and she um, uh, and she wants to like hang out with these like her beach friends, and she moves to the beach, and then she misses. Uh, Rose and Dorothy and because uh, she has new roommates back. and her new roommates yeah, and then, never never like, talk to her never hang out no yeah, they do yeah, their she's own like thing. Oh, we're just roommates we're not friends I hope that's okay Rose <laughs> and, you know Rose is nice about it but she's, yeah, she's, not, like, she's but not okay then she tries no and then she tries to hit up the uh, doorman and but he's busy he's got something going on with uh, apartment 212 Oh my God, this is deep. This is deep. Oh my God. I feel like, like, I feel like I don't leave the house at all now. So it's just, it's just how do you, I know. And yeah. so for a while, like I would go to the grocery store. I don't do that anymore now, but I was like, I, I was kind of rosing the grocery store clerks to be like, how you doing? Didn't you have a daughter? Like I'm going so often that I'm getting little pieces of their stories. Oh, great. Well, how did, how did that watercolor painting turn out? Did you smoke those ribs? Like, Let's talk about Dorothy's clothes for a minute, because I feel mm. like we can't have a Golden Girls topic on a podcast without covering this somehow. Oh, I don't know who dressed her, but my question is, why? Why? 
Well, I mean, we have to do remember that it's the 80s, but I believe that that was her fashion. Okay, because like, I lived in the 80s and she was the only person other than maybe an Imperial Guard on Star Wars <laughs> that would wear like neck to floor dresses. Oh, yeah. Of that, oh, like, yeah. like, hot, like turtleneck she started was, all she the was way. Covered. Covered. What was she covered. hiding? I don't know. <laughs> she hadn't heard of a burka. I don't know what. <laughs> it was. I mean, yeah, she was covered. Like she, she invented layers. Like it's crazy. I almost feel like she dressed like a man thought a woman should dress. Just like, ah, this is a dress. We start it here and flow. Yes, that that, that is a dress. I mean, so much fabric. So it much fabric. Crazy. But I think that, again, I think it's that, like, I'm just, I like hiding. She wants to hide her body. I don't know why. Okay. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it made her, like, like she was just a, like. But I mean, I you would see her, like, on award shows or talk shows, and she dressed the exact same way. So Yeah. And on Maud. <laughs> oh, I know. She, it's a, yeah, the same clothes yeah. on Maud. Never really, I would love to see like a, an app where you could just dress Dorothy differently to see what it did to the <laughs> character. What would she look like in, I don't know, like skinny jeans and a bomber jacket, you know? <laughs> Maybe it was a look that she just, uh, she didn't make it to her, her real look, but. Yeah. It is, I, I'm a Joanne shopper. I buy fabric off it and I've thought how many yards per outfit, you know, <laughs> would you have to get to dress that window? What is, since you're such an expert, what is the craziest plot line on, in the, in the Golden Girls series? Cause there's some that get, get pretty far-fetched. I love the, like, like we mentioned the one that Rose uh, was superstitious that she was killing men by having sex with them. That's a great plot yeah. line. Yeah, so, that's a good one. What's the most um, outlandish that they pulled off? Uh, Blanche goes thrift shopping and buys a uh, uh, Air Force jacket, bomber jacket, and um, but they're also simultaneously playing uh, scratchers, and they take uh, and then they win ten thousand dollars on one of the scratchers, and then they uh, put the scratcher in the bomber jacket for safekeeping oh no and then they go out to and then they decide to go out to dinner and then sophia gives it to the goodwill because like because the goodwill comes by to pick up uh stuff and then they have to chase this jacket all over uh miami and then they end up in um a mission at the very end like so like michael jackson is involved with this that's mm -hmm. probably this has got to be the most outlandish i'm like wait wait, wait 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 yeah i was in for the bar i'm like following you the whole way and then like yeah. where did michael so, jackson so like from? how is so he involved go, so they go um to the goodwill to find the jacket and then somebody like uh, a senator uh buy <laughs> buys the jacket and then he's going to have it auctioned off and then um, Michael Jackson's ha gloved hand pops in and grabs the jacket, and then they and then uh, the jacket is donated to a mission, um, and the ticket is still in there. And then they um, spend the night in the mission, uh, and then they're like out in their minds. And then it becomes a very special episode because it's just like, oh, homeless people. And then they each have like little, like Sophia runs into one of her old friends 
that she hasn't seen uh, and she, and she ends up being homeless and then Blanche uh, meets an alcoholic kid like an alcoholic uh, college student who ends who ends up in homeless and then they at the end give the um, ticket to the priest so that they so that the mission has the ten thousand dollars so wow. it was a very special golden girls i mean was that a two-parter that seems no like, no they got 20, that all in 22 minutes. 22 minutes yeah yeah they got it all in 22 minutes wow what are i mean is that one of those like in a writer's room where you just have a bunch of note cards are and you're like we're doing all of them <laughs> we're doing all of them today like, like we got to clear these out we just uh -huh. michael jackson homelessness um yeah Wow. And we're going to teach, we're going to teach you a lesson at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and they did that. They would do, uh, there were episodes that actually did like bring in like social issues or like oh, something to like, Rose like tuck she had AIDS. How, okay. I must I, see that one. For some reason it's not like, cause I'm thinking of when Blanche, Blanche and the Confederate flag. Oh, um, that's my, that's one of my, I was going to bring that up when she wants to become one of the daughters of the old South. Yes. Right. Right. I think that episode was way ahead of its time. Uh-huh. Because... And then she ends, finds out that she's part Jewish. And she goes, oi, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was such good writing. Because right when you think, I can't, writing. like, this is ridiculous. And it's like something like that will come up. Like, okay, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh -huh. And she, you watch her wrestle with the, this is my, this is my heritage. This is just a flag of my mm -hmm. people. And then someone explaining yeah. to her um, that it's, it's like, it was a great scene. Yeah. So what yeah, was, what episode I think like tugged at your heartstrings the most? Uh shoot, which one tugged at my heart? I mean there's so many. Oh, and how did Rose uh, think she had AIDS? I'm sorry. I totally oh, yeah, glossed yeah. over that. I glossed like... over. Yeah, so she Rose apparently got a blood transfusion oh, and um and then she uh gets very upset. And then uh, Sophia starts marking uh, coffee cups that put to, so that Rose only drinks out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the R labeled ones. And then and then Rose like has this whole breakdown of like this isn't supposed to happen to people like me. Like it's, it should have happened to Blanche because she's a slut. Right. Like, it, like, like they. I mean, they really and you could tell it. I mean, seriously, it's just gay men. Like the the four of them were. It's clear it was written by gay men, um, and uh, yeah, and you can tell later. Like you know, when I was a kid, I didn't know, but like now you're like, oh, I wonder. This is why I'm so attracted to this because gay men were telling their stories, and for some reason, nobody. I guess the censors were like, yeah, let's do it because it was like it was the number one show. Well, when you have old white ladies as the voice people are yes yeah. you know if it had been told by four black men or four gay men or you know anything that been. made mainstream america uncomfortable at the time the, the show would have been canceled but what's oh, what's the easy. easiest thing to accept information from old white lady yeah so true so put your voice into a, a pretty like a an easier to understand but package I mean, yeah yeah, but also like that it was such a groundbreaking show in, in itself that four older women are the leads that that didn't happen. Wow. Yeah.
Yeah. So uh, I get. I mean, I mean, that's that one was a heart stringer. The Rose thinking that she has AIDS and then coming to grips with it, and then I think it, and then they throw some comedy in because she does. They said you don't have to give a real name when she's going to get her test, and so she uses Dorothy's Bornack. <laughs> <laughs> Of course she does. And then what she finds out is like Dorothy's born at you do not have um, you do not have AIDS. And she goes, and then Rose goes, What about me? <laughs> it's time for five quick questions. Well, it's time to do uh, what I call five quick questions, where I ask you five quick trivia questions about your area of expertise. So today it's the Golden Girls. Question number one Where was Sophia born? Sicily. Yes, see? These are too easy. Excellent. You <laughs> aced question number one. What was Dorothy's profession? She was a teacher. She was a substitute teacher. That is correct. Question number two, correct. So far, you are two for two. Who was called Spumoni Face? Oh, that was Dorothy by uh, the uh, by her dad. And, and uh, that came to Sophia in a dream. Oh, and she, uh, Sophia thinks she passes, or uh, Sophia, I think, dies for like 20 seconds and then goes to heaven and sees uh, her husband. And he goes, It's not your time yet, but tell Spumoni, tell Spumoni face <laughs> that I said hello and I love her. Ah, yeah. oh, I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> That's good. All right, we're three for three right now. Question four. In a flashback episode, the girls stop by a pharmacy to pick up some toiletries for their upcoming cruise. Which item does each of the girls purchase that require a price check when they're at the cash register paying for their purchases? Uh, it, they each buy a package of condoms, and then uh, the last, and then Rose gets the ones in black, and so they have to now. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to, and he announces it. And it's like, and the blonde wants the, uh, not to know how much the ones, uh, the condoms in black are. <laughs> and she's embarrassed and runs out. Because <laughs> oh they're going God. on a, they're going on a cruise. With, yes. Uh, oh, you're so good Rick. at this. Question number five. Um, and you will be five for five if you get this answer. If, if not, you're still an expert. Um, Rose <laughs> inherited a baby that turned out to be a what? A pig. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and then the pig, um, and then and the, the, the pig's name was Baby. And uh, they take care of it. And then uh, they, and the reason that uh, uh, Blanche and Dorothy allow the pig to say is because they're, they uh, are gonna inherit uh, money. And so, and they start buying things like, and I think Blanche buys a um, powder blue Mercedes. You have proven yourself to be an absolute <laughs> Golden Girls expert. You've hung out, you've talked to, to me, you've done my trivia, and now it's my favorite part in the show. Each each week, um, I, I ask you politely to play a rad lib with me. Oh, okay. Yep, and this is, uh, have you ever done a Mad Lib? Yes. Wonderful. This is a lot like a Mad Lib, but I wrote it specifically for you, and I don't want to get sued by Mad Libs. Um, <laughs> and now it's time for Rad Libs. 
So here's what I have. I wrote a story. I've left out some parts of speech. You're going to give me those parts of speech and together we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play Rad Libs? Ready. I need a hobby. Horticulture. I need a number. 36. I need a body part. Pinky toe. That's the one that had roast beef all the way home, correct? <laughs> That's my trying to sound smart. That is the roast beef toe, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, an adjective ending in E-S-T. Grandest. Plural noun. Telephones. A room of the house. Breakfast nook. Do you have one? Yes, I'm sitting in it right now. <laughs> oh, I love a breakfast nook. With like a banquette. No banquette. Oh, no. that's what I, that's like, and on my, I've been watching a lot of Property Brothers. So I'm like, oh, I want a nook with a banquette. <laughs> <laughs> Article of clothing. A muff. Uh, the ever popular muff. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case we have any millennials watching, would you please describe what a muff is? It's a, uh, it's usually woolen, and uh, you stick your hands in to keep your hands warm. Uh, it's uh, cylindrical, but cloth, and you stick your hands in. A muff. Thank you. Muff, defined by Bruce Daniels. <laughs> a family member. Sister. A life event. A christening. A noun. Pikachu. A social media platform. Uh, not parlor. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's say Instagram. That's my Instagram. favorite. I like Instagram too. Uh, a musician or band? Barry Manilow. Yes. <laughs> I like Barry Manilow. I like that he was a jingle writer. That makes me real happy. Uh, I listened, to, I just listened to that. <laughs> His very special medley. Uh, I gotta hear this. He, oh. Go, do you have uh well it doesn't matter you just like go on anything and it's called the bsm and he it's like a live album that he had uh barry Manilow alive and he does all the jingles in a medley state farm. state farm yeah uh-huh uh kentucky fried chicken wow. have a terrible okay. fun putting yeah. it on my list <laughs> barry Manilow, very special medley Oh, excellent. Oh, wow. We're getting so much information out of this podcast. Today. People are like, like, all kinds of blanks are being filled in. This is great. Oh, this is a fun one. An exclamation of excitement. Whoopty. Whoopty. <laughs> uh, a business. Sprinkles. Is that a cupcake Cupcakes. place? Cupcake, yeah. yeah cupcake. Yeah. Yum. Uh, a noun. Card. A body part. Uh, nipple. Yes. <laughs> we have to have something, one per episode, that just makes my heart flutter. And nipple, nipple did. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's like a butt cheek, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, I need a phrase. It is what it is. We have a story. Yay! We have a fantastic story. This was written just for you, Bruce Daniels, and it is called... President of the Golden Girls Fan Club. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's you. <laughs> President of the Golden Girls Fan Club. Picture it. Bruce Daniels is a comedian, 
active horticulturist, and is now the newly elected president of the Golden Girls fan club. He's seen every episode 36 times, even though he knows every line by pinky toe. <laughs> he has the grandest collection of Golden Girls memorabilia. He keeps his collection of B. Arthur telephones behind glass in his breakfast nook. He even has the muff that Sophia wore in that episode where Blanche's sister was in town for that christening. <laughs> oh God, Bruce even wrote a parody of the Golden Girls theme song called, Thank You For Being A Pikachu. <laughs> it went viral on Instagram and now Barry Manilow sings it at all his concerts. If you really want to deep dive Golden Girls, check out Bruce's website, www.whoopdegoldengirls.com. <laughs> check it out if you want to hear the story of how Bruce met Betty White in a sprinkles and got her to sign his card. Aww. Sometimes people ask Bruce how he became the fan club president. He just shows them the tattoo on his nipple that says, back in St. Olaf, it is what it is. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> that ended really well, and I really want you to get that tattoo now. <laughs> On my nipple. It is what it is. Back in Saint Olaf, it is what it is. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this show today. I really oh my appreciate God. it. This really is like you. literally the most fun podcast I've ever done. <laughs> I usually don't say, I usually just say no when people ask me to do things and I'm trying to be better and you're the first person of the year to ask me to do something. I was like, yes, I'll do it. Interview complete. A wise nipple once said, it is what it is. Huh, I feel like I heard that somewhere before too. Thank you so much to Bruce Daniels for coming on the show and for teaching me so much about the Golden Girls. Happy birthday, Betty White. And thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please take a second to like and subscribe to it. And please find me and follow me on all my social media. You can find me at kristenkey.com. Each week I have a new comedian and a new topic. And until next time, bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows plenty.